0: Okay, let's try and be serious. <laughs> Guys, seriously, what's up? It's the sisters you've never had. And that friend who just gets it. It's Kylie. It's Lauren. And you are listening to Be You Sis. sis. Let's laugh, let's get motivated, and most importantly, let's get inspired. We're here for free life advice every Wednesday. I repeat, every single Wednesday. Let's, let's do, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Happy Hump Day. Happy Wednesday. It's Kylie. It's Lauren. Welcome to BU Sis. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you. I hope that you can get something out of today's episode, whether that's some insight, some inspo, you feel motivated, you laugh, you cry, mm, all the things, a little bit of everything, um, to all of our OGs. Thank you for supporting, for listening. And it really means the world to us that while we're healing ourselves, while having these conversations, maybe we're helping you heal a little bit too. If you're not following us on Instagram, give us a follow at be podcast. Make sure to give us a rate a review and a subscribe Anywhere you can listen to a podcast, Spotify, Apple podcast, if you're, you know, really craving a like-minded community, of vulnerability, well, then you should definitely join our secret Facebook group, Zoom Gals. It's private and people have been mute for the last couple of months. So if you want to join, maybe say, hey guys, let's have some conversations. That would be great (laughs) because no one listens to me anymore. Um, So... Funny story, story time. So the other day, Lauren Ugh. and I were hanging out with a couple of her friends. We had a couple of glasses of wine, mm-hmm. and I wanted to show Lauren my friend's really comfy bed. Oh my and god! <laughs> and I said, crazy. "Oh my god!" Literally, we're like six year olds. I'm like, "Oh my god, this bed's amazing. Come lay yeah. on it." And she's so like, I like, "Yeah," and starfish she like <laughs> jump into the bed, and like my ankle like hit Kylie's nose. I didn't
1: like think it was anything that hard, and I was like, "Oh, this bed." And then I'm like, "Wait." Kylie hasn't said anything in, like, 30 seconds. And I look over. There's just her covering her nose, sprinting to the bathroom, blood all over our friend's white comforters, all over pouring out of her nose, all over my sweatshirt, all over her sweatshirt. Yeah, she's like, I think it's broken. She
0: literally douched right on my nose. Kylie, are you okay? You know when you're in so much pain that you can't even form words because you're just thinking about the pain that you're feeling, and you're like, if I talk right now, I'm going to, like, be more – understanding of how much pain I'm feeling so I'm just gonna just be quiet and pretend like it's not happening and literally my nose has never bled before I've never hit my nose before she got it so so good good. I've still I'm sorry if like you have a weak stomach but I've still been pulling dried up blood out of my out of my nose and it's been like like five days yeah I was gonna say it's been like five days now it was so bad and Lauren being Lauren she's like oh my god my sweatshirt there's blood all over it I'm like Lauren my nose is like like, sideways right now with blood pouring out of it I don't give a shit about your sweatshirt I'm like blood doesn't come out got yeah, me like, some cleaning shit yeah you're right and broke broken notes like, yeah, never really get fixed either and Lauren's like that's how I feel all the time with my deviated septum I'm like oh is it you you have blood pouring like, out good. of your nose think all how the I time. feel for every single day of my life for one I was night like, Lauren I didn't ask for this at all we were just playing around and you booted me in the nose I didn't ask to feel your deviated septum pain anyways we're funny. good now I remember yeah. I was telling someone this story and they were like are you seven? Like, do you always just jump on beds with each other? <laughs> I was like, That's a long like, story. That
1: doesn't matter. But yeah. backstory, yeah, we were just jumping on a bed. Like and they're like, wait, rewind. Why are
0: you jumping, jumping on, on a, a bed? bed? Aren't you guys, like, 27? Anyways. <laughs> so that uh, was funny. Yeah. But guys, typical Farrell shit show fashion. Yeah. We recorded an episode with our mother last week. Mont- because great. we wanted obviously to have a mom daughter episode it was so good we're like oh my god this is amazing we're getting ready and i'm editing for like three hours and i'm like something's wrong (laughs) something (laughs) is wrong and this 30 minutes of this episode is gone so you you listen to the first 20 and then it's just like complete silence for 30 minutes i'm like okay so how are we gonna do this. that are we gonna post an episode with 30 minutes of, of just silence? mute yeah we're
1: like we have to fucking do it we again. literally
0: drove all the way to Rockland like it was a whole thing took I literally took like eight hours of yeah I like rescheduled to appointments
1: went into work later that day actually now that I think about it yeah. like we had yeah. did so many it things was a to whole work. thing and
0: then uh, yeah my mom's yeah. like it's okay I'm like you know when like you're in it and, and people are like trying to make you feel better and you're just looking at them smiling and you're like yep it's okay. It's fine. Really, then they You're leave, and you like throw shit and scream at the yeah. top of your lungs. like knowing we're gonna have to re-record. Although it. I will say this was a growth moment because anyone who knows me knows me that I used to get freaking crazy over yeah, things. Throw, so I used yeah. to be overwhelmed, but I actually didn't have a tentri- temper tantrum because I'm like, there's nothing I can do. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe right. we just re-record it, and it's even better. Right, and that's what we're hoping for with this one. And that's what we're hoping <laughs> with this one. If this yeah. one gets deleted, we then- are never doing another episode again and you will never hear from BuSis ever again it will be completely deleted and non-existent anymore we will retire from our BU that podcast. that will be the end of us so now that we kind of you know told you who our guest is this week um she's right across from me she knows me better than anyone does probably because I lived inside of her for how long Nine months, Kai, is a pregnancy,
1: right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I used to think it was 12. (laughs) Same. I used to think it was
0: a whole year. How long, Lauren? Could you remind me? (laughs) We both lived inside of her, came out of her vagina, um, pushed us out, and then uh, pretty much created us into the beings that we are now. It's our mother. Her name's (coughs) Linda Ann. Farrell. um she's this is the second time we're doing this so she now she knows how to hold the microphone the first time she like held it like all the way and was like up to her neck and she was like hi kylie Farrell. <laughs> she was so nervous she's very cute okay hi mom hi kai how are you good is your um mic is your volume on i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, it's on.
0: okay good i'm like on complete like i'm like traumatized from last time um mom we just first of all i don't think we thank you enough for birthing us for you know having us live inside of you for then pushing us out um well first of all i didn't
2: push you out kylie oh you were a c-section
0: oh i was a c-section so who was more painful lauren or kylie
2: well I'm all numb when you have a C-section, so you weren't oh. really painful, but okay. you were posterior, where your face was up instead of down, because mm. typical Kylie being nosy, right out of the yeah. right I'm out like of the gate, me, looking all around, what's going me so on, Everything. Yes, so <laughs> Look you were C-section, me. and then oh, okay. Lauren was
1: regular. I heard and I Lauren hurt like a bitch.
2: Lauren hurt like hell. Yeah, yeah. it was short. But it was pretty painful.
1: And that was just like a metaphor for the rest of our life mm-hmm.
0: together.
1: I'm going to be <laughs> a hard little bitch.
0: <laughs> and Kylie's just going to be, everyone look at me all the time. I don't <laughs> care about any of you. Um, oh, wait, so how? Funny. So that's funny because I feel like I've always been like, I want a C-section because I don't want to like feel the pain of a natural birth or whatever. But you wanted me to be a natural birth, right?
2: Yes. Why? Well, because first of all, a C-section is like 10 days afterwards you can't oh, drive okay. you can't it's more painful afterwards yeah I want to just get the pain over with done with it, and move on
0: yeah 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 that wow that is a great metaphor of what this episode is going to be about <laughs> going through the pain dealing with it so that it doesn't keep coming up and just <laughs> just you know stabbing you in the left side of your <laughs> stomach randomly going through it and then dealing with it mm-hmm. right
1: yeah literally yeah that sounds about right so into it
0: let's get into it guys shall we okay so lauren's drinking apple cider mom just finished her wine um (laughs) i'm a loser and i have a water but that's because lauren wanted me to take a pickleback shot at 12 (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon on a tuesday um no i mean it's wednesday so yeah on a wednesday (laughs) wink wink guys okay so who can relate to the fact that your generation me and Lauren were millennial Are are we in the same generation? We always no, forget. I think
1: you're out. a millennial. I think I'm like a Gen Z or a Gen yeah, X. You're one of those Gen But we're not the same. You're really the shit millennial. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Who makes fun of the millennials? I'm technically not one. No, I, don't I feel think like you people are. have a very like people think I feel like anyone who's like 18 or older as a millennial but I think you're like the start of it and I'm right below you
0: yes Mm -hmm. okay well it It doesn't
1: matter same kind of thing
0: yeah so our generations Lauren and I's whether they're different they're same they're pretty similar and they're so different from my mom's obviously because my mom's 85 so think about (laughs) it she was born when in the 30s (laughs) how old are you mom I'm 55 thank you she's 55 when were you born 60s 65. Yeah. So I feel like nowadays it's just so different, you know, like anxiety, depression, everyone has it. It's talked about all the time. There's so much pressure, social media. um, It's almost just like two different worlds. So I feel like a lot of the time people can relate to this is when we're talking to our parents and we're like, you know, I'm, I feel anxious or I feel depressed or, you know, I want to find my purpose. They get it. They're supportive because they're our parents. But I think they're also like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: So yes, obviously the way I grew up and the way your generation the microphone a little closer, mom.
0: Your generation that's too close actually grew up
2: (laughs) right here, right right this. Is very different. Like I said, there's labels on things. Um, Everyone's seeing what everyone's doing, this and that. Just and so it's definitely harder. I would think as a parent when you're raising kids in a whole different world that you never grew up in. Right, 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 right. So it's hard, but I think at the same time it's just you just have to. Like I said, that happy meeting, where you have to understand where they're coming from, that they're dealing with more stuff than you did. Um, But also, at the same time, you just can't give in to all of it either. You have to be like, you don't have to be perfect. You know, just anxiety and the depression all that stuff, I think parents have to be aware of when their kids are going through that because I think a lot of parents just don't want to see it. Right, well, that's true, So they'll either just completely, you know, Mm -hmm. don't want to deal with it, so they look the other way, which isn't good. And then there's other parents, I think, that might give in too much and give crutches and give excuses. Yeah. To the kids, so you have to find that. It's happy that medium. happy medium, and there's some between. We're trying to navigate in a world, raising kids that you've never lived in before, right? And just kind of figure out it. as f- parents, you. you how probably do you find think, a happy well, medium? I was just gonna
1: say that, like how, and I know you're saying that, and I feel like you like surprised us a lot with like your just like mindset and perception. Like we were saying that too. Like I feel like you're not like a lot of like you don't really mm-hmm. give into a lot of that. Like you do understand that, but like even you being you, I just can't imagine. I don't even have kids yet. Like I can't imagine having my kids basically grow up in like a whole different world that I did Mm -hmm. and like trying to understand that like how do you do that I feel like I would go insane like trying to help them but like not completely knowing how because I can't
2: relate to it really at all
1: like how hard is that
2: well I think it's just a whole learning process too we don't know you don't know what you're going to do until you have to do it basically exactly so you don't know what you're to do. As a mom, do. that
0: sounds fucking horrible. Yeah.
2: Well, that's what being a mom <laughs> is. You're, you're I know. Well, that's life. Lives. Life
0: is trial and error. Yes. Like literally yes. trial and error. No, so I would that, imagine
2: it's it's the same. There's when no you're roadmap mom. to tell you which way to go to make everything perfect. There's right. no no instruction book on raising a kid. There. I mean, I guess there's books and stuff, but <laughs> there probably is. <laughs> literally
0: a book. How do raise a child? But trials. they're probably not good.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely you learn as you go along. And I just remember. From when I first became a parent, my thing was I knew how important this job was. I never took it like lightly. I knew it was important, and I knew that I had to do the best that I could do. I didn't I don't think I put a lot of pressure on myself. I just said, you're just gonna do the best you can. Yeah, and I always knew my kid could still end up in jail, my kid could end up on drugs. my kid could end up not a good person. but I was gonna make sure that I did everything in my power to be the best mother I could be, so mm-hmm. that if God forbid, you know something went awry, then I could at least, not spend time feeling guilty about it or thinking I did something wrong. Or I mean, maybe that's kind of self. I don't know if that's selfish. I don't know. I just know that I was going to do the best thing that I could do so that I could at least know that there was nothing more I could do. And
0: how does one develop a mindset like that? I honestly,
2: I'm not really sure. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, honestly, like, because I feel like, so many people want to talk about like all the bad things that they get from their parents and their childhood, mm-hmm. but like, it's important to think of the good things they got from your child and your parents too. Like, do you feel like a lot of that strength and, and, per- and good perspective and the mindset has to do with how you were raised?
2: Well, yeah, my mother was obviously is a very strong woman. She had four kids, you know, four kids in five years, <laughs> oh, you know, yes. back then hardly anyone had any money. They didn't have a lot of money. So obviously, yes. And she was one of those mothers that I just knew. She would always be there for me. She would do anything she could for me. Um, and she kind of was the same thing. She was strict to a point of strict that, you know, didn't let me just do whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. but, you know, not crazy strict. Just And just always knew that she was a strong woman that would always be there for me. And I said one of my friends, after I think Kevin's accident and all the stuff that had gone on, one of my college friends said, I know why you are the way you are because right. you got it from your mother. Like you're right. just, she's like, you just do what you got to do and you're just strong and I got it from my mother. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, like when you were a mom that
0: a lot of those tendencies were from grandma? Uh, or do you not Yeah, I think you know so. Now? I
2: think so because it was just one of those that you don't really have it you don't get to sit on the floor and cry. Like right. you, if you have issues and problems, you're the mother now. So you're right. the ones that have to fix things. Right. You know, and it, trust me, there were days when I'm like, I want my mother. Like right. I don't I don't want to be the mom. Right. Like the time we had the bat in the house.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. No shit. After daddy, the top. What? I, or the time Kevin shit in the tub seven times. <laughs> I don't want to be the mom today, Lauren. Your turn. He wipe his ass today. I don't want to. I'm like fine. If anyone who doesn't know, we do have a brain injured brother. He's 28. Got hit by a truck. We 29. 29. I keep calling him. My name was four. He six. lives with m- six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. This is why I'm not the mother, and, the, and I'm the caregiver actually, or the guardian, whatever the hell I am. The guardian, I'm the caregiver. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of moments with Kevin that you were that you wish you could just say, okay, I'm not the mom today. Yes. <laughs> but you can't.
2: No. And then the stupid bat night was one of them because I'm like, all right, if I had a husband here, if I had parents here when I was right. a kid, that'd be like, deal with the bats in the house. Right. I had to deal with it. Right, right, right. And it's literally when I just wanted to be like, no, I don't want to be the adult. What's your favorite but thing you about
0: um, our generation?
2: Um, I think your generation is definitely more... Um, you, What?
1: I like that question. Yeah.
2: It's definitely more, you talk, work better communicators.
1: Mm, I like that. You
2: know, I think, um, I think I've always been a decent communicator, but our generation as a whole, yeah. parents I mean, and kids mm. didn't Not about like deep things, right. I feel like. Tell other mm-hmm. things. Like most kids probably had things that their parents never knew and they could never go to their, like I, even back when I was, you know, had I could go and talk to my mother. I, I knew that. So that was a little rare, I think. But I think that's one of the biggest things. Oh, so you school.
0: did feel like that when you yeah. were young?
2: I mean, obviously I think it, I didn't go and tell her. Not what you guys tell me.
0: No. Um. I remember the first time I lost my virginity. Remember that, Mom? (laughs) Tell them that story. <laughs>
1: I don't even. I don't. You walked in basically and said, What? I'm a woman or something? something. I'm not your little girl oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, that's what something. it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. We didn't just take her heart and rip yeah. it out and stomp
0: on it. I was him. just
2: like, Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> what did I say? I'm not your little girl anymore. I lost my virginity. Is that what I said? I don't.
2: Honestly, I don't totally remember exactly. Oh, I what thought you, you, said. you did
0: remember because I feel like you've, like, you've Maybe you, like, tried to just take it out of your mind because it's so tra- tra- traumatic. But I remember you knowing for, for a while how I said it because I remember you always kind of saying it to me because you didn't forget it. No. See,
1: I thought that was when you got your period <laughs> and you yelled, I'm a woman now <laughs> at like age 20 because it was a late bloomer.
0: Like <laughs> Literally a literally uh, late bloomer. Oh, I didn't remember that either. I do remember um, the virginity thing, yeah. but um I, that's interesting. I didn't know that grandma was a good communicator when you were well, I, younger. I knew that
2: I could go and tell her stuff, yeah. but like I said, not to the degree that this generation that we or did, that at yeah. least you guys do. And I'm it was that, that something to that
0: like you all because we always talk about like the importance of having conversations yeah. and and communications with families, and I I do think like amongst many other things, I think that was probably the best thing that you could have instilled in us by your actions was the importance of like communicating how you feel and stuff like that. Because I feel like even Lauren and I feel like we've helped so many people that we're close to like be able to communicate Mm -hmm. because because it's like normal to us.
2: Like that's just the norm. Is that
0: something that like you always like made a mental note of? I need to make sure I'm a good communicator or was it just like natural? Not
2: really. I think it just came once I became a mother and I think things obviously change when you become a mother because now you're responsible for a person and so I, when I when I had Kevin, obviously, then I knew it's like communication is huge because and I've always been one of those people that if it's kind of in my head, I have to, like, if you're bothering me, I have to tell you you're bothering me or right. this is whatever because I don't like stuff staying in my brain and just gnawing at me and gnawing at
0: me. That's what is anxiety. That's mm-hmm. what people don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, a lot of things that maybe have happened in your past that, like, you aren't super aware of. But what makes us the most, like, anxious throughout the days is not communicating mm-hmm. how we're feeling. Right. And like we said last time we talked before it got fucking ruined and canceled <laughs> and deleted. Um, we just said how, like, hey, those healing conversations have always been a part of mm-hmm. our families. I remember, like, when... Um, even right after dad died, we were like freaking 12 and 14 and my mom sat us down and was like, you know, like you, like yeah, you said last
1: time, like she just made it known. Like even I literally remember sitting in our bedroom and, and it's funny cause I don't and, really remember that. Yeah, It was literally just, like two days after and you just made a point and I'll never forget it. And like, these are the things that you remember that like, why I understand like you might not even realize it was a big thing but like I'll never forget Mm -hmm. it and she was just like I need you guys need to make sure like if you're sad like you need to tell me like we you want to cry come cry to me like and that was just normal and I wasn't like that when I was younger but like Mm -hmm. being around a mom like that and Kylie you were definitely more emotional like seeing like oh okay like that's okay like this is normal Mm -hmm. that was just like never again did we question that and like that's something that we're so grateful for because I feel like honestly, if we weren't like that, we wouldn't be fucking doing a podcast right right now.
0: No. uh, And it is, it is a good point. Like how sometimes you need to like explain how to be a certain Mm -hmm. way, like confidence and stuff. But a lot of it is just actions and just like sitting us down and saying those things instead of saying, Hey, like, you know what I mean? Instead of making a big thing about it, being like, you need to communicate when you're older, but just like
2: expressing (laughs) it during
0: those moments of in situations when you need to communicate. Well, you have to keep it it it.
2: simple too, when you're talking to kids and you have to make them feel comfortable and make, you know, that it's okay. And that was one thing I knew that this, this isn't going to be easy. You guys just lost your dad. Right. And I just didn't want you burying everything inside, especially Lauren, because I knew you weren't as good with communicating and stuff. And just don't bury it. You got to, you know, and you have to talk about things. You have to, when you're cry, when you want to cry, you have to cry. You have to, like, I used to call them for me my pity parties. Right. Every now and then I'd have a pity party. Oh, my God, my life is so hot. Da-da-da-da. Cry for 15 minutes and pick myself up and off you go. Right. You know, you have to release that stuff. Mm-hmm. You do. But I feel but like. You can't let it consume you. And no. like I always said to you guys, I said, you've had. Bad things happen to you between your brother and your father, but do not let it define you. Do not let the tragedies in your life define you, because I feel like so many people use that kind of stuff as an excuse for bad behavior, or right. an excuse not to be nice, or to just just keep continuing focusing on the negative. Well, this happened to me, and this happened to me. Well, you know, we all got our stuff, right? It, and my saying that I've always said is, "Life is ninety is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react." Oh, to yeah. It. You mm-hmm. can have five different people in the same situation and their lives and their reactions are all different Uh, right and you can't control the things that happen to you all the time but you can control your reaction right
0: right exactly just so just so everyone knows um my mom actually was gandhi in her first (laughs) life so if you're like oh am i listening to a priest jesus christ right now yes she was jesus christ's wife and gandhi so she had a great life before um anyways um i feel like a lot we've talked about this before with like the importance of communicating healing conversations us right now, I feel like is rare. I feel like people listening Mm -hmm. to us talk right now is probably like, Oh wow. I've never had this conversation before with my mom. And even yesterday I was talking, um, To my boyfriend's mom and his grandmother, and I was like asking them questions about like their life, Mm -hmm. and his mom was like, "Yeah, mom, like, can you answer that?" Like, you could tell like they never had Mm -hmm. a conversation about like how she was when she was younger and like the men she dated and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I feel like we always say that like you know families like they don't have these conversations. Why do you like do you think that's the parents' fault? Why do you think these like healing conversations, these just making sure you're communicating, is so hard for some people?
2: Well, uh, communication is obviously a big thing, and some people are really good at it, and some people are really bad at it, yeah. and I, and, I th- and that's why, and like I think I, when I was younger, I don't think I was great at it, okay, and so yeah. I think once I had kids, not that I was horrible at it, but it just wasn't like a huge, thing. Didn't come thing. as natural. Yeah, maybe. not really, yeah. so I was think once I had kids, I was like, all right. We need, and t- a- actually, too, once you're in a relationship, and I think that's huge, and once, you know, me and Daddy were together, and he wasn't always the greatest at it either, so right. I had to start, a, I had to be the communicator. Dad wasn't good
0: at communicating. No, not no. really.
2: It was okay. just, he was just, like, there'd be an issue, and then kind of just forget about it, and everything was great. Yep. It's like, no, but yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to, like, pull it out, no, we need to talk about it. Otherwise, if you don't talk about it, and even if you don't agree, yeah. you have to talk about it figure out whatever and then go on because otherwise you're going to be having the same conversation in three weeks. You're going to be right. mad about what you were mad about three weeks ago. And it's right. it's going to be way worse when you have it three weeks later, the conversation. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> I, what I always say, the further it's pushed down, the hotter it's going to come up. Right. So I just was huge with, with daddy and trying to get him to communicate more and then obviously with kids the same thing and just if everything's out there. If everyone's telling everyone things honest, then you can fix it. Then right. Then you can work on it. Exactly. If you don't know what's going on. Right. Right. Then you can't do anything about it.
0: What would your advice be to someone who maybe wants to have that conversation with their parent or their parents, but their parents are the ones well, who are like very and I think some parents
2: obviously are uncomfortable talking to totally, their kids about yeah. certain things. Um, totally get it, but I also feel like you have to come out of your comfort zone. You're you're the parents, and you have to come out of that comfort zone and be there for your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're now adult kids and they're still kind of feeling like they can't really talk to their parents about stuff, then maybe just. Even look at something like this, sit them down and say, Hey, listen to this podcast the other day. Yeah. Like this mom and her daughter's like talking mm-hmm. this and that. Like, can, there's a few that. things I want to yeah. ask you about or this and that, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think any parent, I think if the child's coming to the parent, it might still be a little uncomfortable, but they're not going to turn them down and say, No, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Because then if they do, then there's more issues going yeah, on.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> they should literally go in a mental home. Anyways, I'm not here. This is a judgment free zone. Lauren, what do you think is the best advice mom's ever given you?
1: the best advice so much shit there was one that literally I said right away the other day and I'm blanking. yeah it was the self love one the look yourself oh my god yeah so there's (laughs) two of them there is two of them so well I would say like best advice something that's almost like I've just kind of remembered uh, for years or whatever is well you've always said like you know what at the end of the day like you have to look yourself in the mirror and like realize that like at the end of the day you are all that you have so like some things just don't fucking matter to other people because, like, like she's saying, like, you literally just have yourself. The and only that's person who you have ever to be live with. Yeah. Your whole life is that, that what you it know was? Yeah, yeah. The only person you are guaranteed
2: living with your whole life is yourself. You and, don't know who else yeah. is going to be around.
1: And so you need to have a good relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that I actually want to get into, I want my mom to like kind of tell what she did, which is something I want to do with one of my kids. Um, oh, are you taking the mic? Oh. Um, is will you tell them the story about like what you would do with kevin before you yeah, went and it's to funny bed?
2: because when you mentioned it the other day i, I kind of forgot about it yeah and, and like
1: i didn't yeah. i've never forgot
0: that you said that about and i it. love it i didn't even know that this
2: even <laughs> existed so
0: it was interesting to listen to
2: <laughs> and it's funny because i did it with him but i don't remember them doing it with you guys yeah. just, i don't know i think it's just like your first kid maybe yeah kind of thing. and every night we'd read books and then i'd put him tuck him in put him in bed and i'd say good night i'm like i love you and then i'm like you know who loves you and he'd be like you do I'm like who else daddy who else like Kai Kai whatever and then I'm like and who else do you love and he'd be like me yes because I just always wanted him to know that you have to love and yourself like how fucking
1: beautiful is that <laughs> I could cry because me and Kylie always say like that's the thing too like these words like self-love like being empathetic like having confidence like those were just words that like have Mm -hmm. oh we are so familiar with whereas like me and Kylie say nowadays like kids in like middle school even high school like those aren't familiar words to them they don't even know what that is they're not like taught that you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and like the fact that like mom you even just did that and didn't even remember it like it that it just (laughs) that's the stuff you remember what would you say is like the best advice Well, can I add on to that because
2: it's actually funny the other night when I was putting Kevin to bed after you would say, that did you do it so I put him to bed (laughs) Oh, I was him to bed and I say, he's no, probably no, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks? No, it's that's actually, that's who I love the most. No, it's actually really funny. <laughs> so I love. put him to bed and I said, um, so, who do you love? And he goes, oh, I said, who loves you? And he goes, you do. And I said, who else? He goes, no one actually. <laughs> 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 I burst, Two tears. Oh my
0: God. Oh I my just, God. You should have recorded that. I just started guys. hugging him
2: and laughing. I was like, Oh my God, Kevin. It was just, oh, I wish you recorded that. The way he said, actually, no one actually. actually." I was he's telling like, Eric, It's like
0: realization. He's like, actually, fuck only you. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs>
2: only only you can wipe my ass. Well, I was telling Eric that and he goes, that's because <laughs> he like, it's you. You're, you're his right. you know what I mean? you his whole world. <laughs> yeah. Yes, literally. And I <laughs> think, so I think he's,
0: I think, I don't know. You can answer this better than I am but I think he's in his own way he's realized more than ever that like you are his person mm-hmm. You know that like You above anyone She's still here Everyone else is kind of, of Doing their own
2: thing But oh, mom's still there
0: Yeah <laughs> literally Mom's still here Lauren and Kylie They're gone But mom's still here um, No it's funny Because Lauren and I Honestly this podcast Is about self love And confidence That's what it was built on And again like Lauren said They're just words That are thrown away Thrown around You know not even You don't even need to Sometimes you don't even Need to sit them down And say love yourself You're beautiful No matter what But just have those right. conversations conversations well, because of saying also, those words i'm not
2: a huge fan of that either because okay. i know parents that would be like you're the most beautiful person in the world you're the this you're the best well you don't want to do that either because you don't want them because i remember saying to you guys when you were little and you guys were both cute still are and <laughs> Never i had an saying- <laughs> 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 Never had an awkward stage very lucky. But
1: that's <laughs> something mom like would say to us often like we know we're obviously like pretty girls Me and Kylie aren't but I'm like I, You right. would never be like, you guys are so now, beautiful. What like, what I don't what I think you ever saying, have
0: said that. I remember once you commented so. on a picture on Facebook and you were like, you're like beautiful, Kylie. And I was like, mom, someone
1: hacked <laughs> your face. I'm like, I'm
2: pretty. <laughs> you think so? Thank you. <laughs> but I remember what I did used to say to you guys is, yes, you're both very pretty, but you can't let that other people have other strengths. Someone might be smart. Someone might be this. Everyone has their own strengths. And just because you might be prettier than this one or that, it doesn't make you better than them. It doesn't. And right. I wanted that instilled at a young age to not be like, because like I said, if someone's telling their kid every day they're beautiful and they're the most beautiful person on the planet, they could then end up walking around thinking, okay, I'm prettier than you I'm better than you. Or they think that
0: that's all that really matters. Right. right.
2: Exactly. And there's obviously more to that. But I would just always say it doesn't b- mean that you're better than anyone else. Do Everyone f- has their strengths.
0: Do you feel like you are always a confident person? Um, I don't think I was to like kids. Really?
1: Actually, yeah. I huh. like having kids really I was, changed you a lot.
2: Well, I was confident and <laughs> mm, to- like definitely. as I got, I think I was more confident in my appearance, but myself, okay. I was kind of more not shy. I can totally relate to that. But I was more on unsure maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wasn't like I wouldn't just walk in and start talking and this no. like you know what I mean. I was right. more insecure in myself, I guess, as a person until yeah. I got older.
0: Okay. When did you realize the importance of like oh shit I really need to like. Love and enjoy myself. Well, it's
2: never that I didn't love myself. I, I yeah, I guess I didn't mean yeah. that.
0: More so, like, when did you realize the importance of? At the end of the day, you literally only have yourself.
2: Um, I'd say that was probably like in the first couple of years of my marriage, and Kevin was okay. maybe a couple of years old or whatever. When mm-hmm. I just remember saying, like, you know what, you can't be someone that loses yourself in your marriage yeah. because you don't know what's going to happen. Obviously. Right.
0: So, um, do you feel like you and Dad had problems like in the beginning of your like in the beginning of your marriage?
2: well in the beginning he was very he was a very jealous person yeah you know so we got through that that was not easy in the beginning but then got through that and that wasn't an issue and then you had no fucking clue what else was coming your way (laughs) jealousy
0: that's it right that's the only thing we're gonna have to deal with in this marriage right jealousy
1: is your problem right now honey fucking buckle up <laughs> literally, dude, tsunami's coming your way. <laughs> Get enough, your life jacket enough. on. <laughs> you have the life jacket, right? Oh my god, literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No,
2: life jacket. no, I just remember, like, if we, you know, every no, no relationship is perfect, and it's all, like I said, it's all how you deal with it. So I would try to, like, you know, work through our stuff, this and that. But I just remember thinking, like, you know what? You just I. The only person I know that I'm ever going to be with my whole life is myself. So yeah. I have to work myself and, and the person upstairs. Right. Those are the two people that I have to be happy with. And if other well, people aren't Well, we're on the third floor, me, so we don't have <laughs> anyone
0: above us. <laughs> no. Just kidding. She means God, but if guys. if
2: other <laughs> people aren't happy with me, then I really didn't put that much effort in, into worrying right. about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm being some jerk and a bad person, obviously. Of but course. I'm just saying. But if like you're if just I'm being making, yourself. Yes, right. being myself and, and being happy with the end of the day was I a good person today yes God's happy I'm happy
0: I want to interrupt you for a second because a lot of things that I've read or heard on podcasts whatever is I feel like a big thing that parents teach their children is the importance of relationships Mm -hmm. like to the importance of finding your significant other and your soulmate and Uh. You were never, ever like that. Cause I was listening to this podcast the other day and the mom was like, she had her mom on for advice and she was like the importance of like making sure you're a team with your significant other and like all things that are important. But that was like the main thing she said. And I feel like a lot of people I know my boyfriend's mom's the same way. Like that was always like her Mm -hmm. thing, like find your person, Mm your equal. Whereas that was just never you, it was always like we just said at the end of the day, you only have yourself. And I feel like that's rare but it's just it's I just wanted to say just no, how important yeah. it really is. And I think really? that really is why we are the way that we are, because we realize that at a young age from you, where a lot of people I don't think are really told that by their parents. Well,
2: no other person can make you happy if you're not happy with yourself. Exactly. And that I think is a very huge thing. You have to like yourself, be happy with yourself. Does everyone mm-hmm. love themselves twenty four seven? Of course not. But see that's but the thing though. I like you just said, I don't fuck
1: I don't think like, a lot of parents think that or, like, tell that to their children. Yeah. Like, when they get older, they're like, oh, my God, yay, they're happy in their relationship. Like, you guys are so happy you're going to get married. Like, I can't mm-hmm. wait for you to have babies. And, like, don't really think, like, wait, is my
0: son or is my mm-hmm. daughter
1: actually happy with himself? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, that's that's
2: what I was trying to say. Yeah. You know?
1: I just cut you off. You were saying
0: something.
2: Oh, no, that's okay. But, yes, yeah, so you have to be happy with yourself first, obviously. And, of course. How do you develop that? How do you
0: develop that belief that?
2: I think, I just remember at some moment, I don't even remember what it was, at some moment in our apartment in Brockton, just something was going on and I just, it was like this light bulb went off in my head. I'm it's just so saying, weird. You have to just, you can only have yourself to, you know, it's not that, of course, you have people in your life, but I mean, you have to be help, happy with yourself right. otherwise. And if and if I don't think that I'm doing this wrong or doing that wrong, then I'm okay with that. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. what I'm doing is not wrong, I'm doing what is right.
0: Do you feel like you developed a, that belief in yourself? like I? doing hard things like by all the things that you've gone through well,
2: because I developed it beforehand I oh. think it's almost the opposite I almost think like I had to have it developed so that I could then deal with the stuff that was coming that's down just the road so weird how does someone
0: road? just randomly develop that by not working towards it that's what I don't fucking get
2: be, uh, well I don't have a total answer for you but I think nowadays too many people it's too much harping on what you need to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. If I do this, this will make me happy. If I do more of this, if I do more of that, which I get, you know, if I exercise, obviously exercising right. makes right. me happy, listening to music. If you do the mm-hmm. stuff that makes you happier, obviously you'll be happier. But I think we concentrate too much on that instead of just mm-hmm. living in the moment. And yeah. Just be, because I the think happiness, things. I don't think, I think happiness is more, it's just like a state of mind. It's not things that make you happy. You right. have State of mind, like things can go I think things make
0: you feel content and maybe Mm -hmm. like purposeful and successful, but I don't think those make you genuinely joyful. If I'm sitting on a beach
2: in Florida, I'm a lot happier than shoveling snow in Rockland, right? But my state of mind doesn't change. Mm -hmm. I'm still happy with myself. I'm like, yeah, life is happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's powerful. Like, and I think people put too much on that, trying to find things or stuff that make them happy instead of just, and if you, and if you, and if you're not happy, if you have to find the things to make you happy, then what? What's missing? Something's right. missing. Right,
0: right, right. You, know I mean? you think you don't? You think that's a human being thing or a generational thing?
2: I think it's both. I think it's definitely a human being thing because I also think we can't just blame the generations for the way we are too. Obviously, right. it's huge. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, and it's much harder this generation than our generation to do all that stuff when everything's in everyone's faces and whatever. But I think right. it comes down. To a person, you can make a choice. You can make a choice not to let the world know what you're doing, or not to. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, no. Yeah. We all still have choices. Yeah. Um, Can
0: you talk a little bit about um, your the relationship you developed, like that faith relationship you developed for Kevin's accident and everything? Because this is, I think,
2: is just really well. And this I could go on for days and days on. So I'll try to shorten it. (laughs) But so we just yeah we'd been in the house in Rockland for probably a year i don't know i always you know grew up believing in god but we weren't big go to church we went on christmas and easter whatever um but i always did have a faith that i believed in god so then probably about a couple months before kevin's accident i just remember saying you know what i want to go back to church so i said to daddy i want to go back to church i'm gonna go you know this sunday by myself the next sunday i'm gonna bring kevin with me then the next sunday i'm gonna bring kylie Mm -hmm. and then easter was like a few weeks after that i said we're all gonna go to church Together on Easter.
0: And Lauren is just not gonna go. No, Lauren came <laughs> Oh, with she us. wasn't born. Yeah. Oh, I didn't she, think she no, said she, your name. <laughs> no, she's all of us. home in the tub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't Sorry. she was like one. She had just oh, okay. turned one. Yeah. So we all went on Easter. And and my thing was when I'd see families at church with little kids, it wasn't fun. The kids are crying, no. they wanna yeah, like, like shut up. And I just never went to church because my parents or someone told me I had to. Right. I would go to church because it made me feel, feel good. good. Yeah. And like I was, would say to you guys when I would try to get you guys to go, I'm like, I'm not gonna force you to go, but you know what? Everything you hope for God can do in this life for you, then you can give Him an hour on a Sunday. Every yeah, two I weeks. remember you saying that. You know,
0: and I'm like, well, shit. I guess I have to tell <laughs> that.
2: go. That got me, <laughs> but I never made you. I left it up to you. No, a little guilted you. Yeah, but, right. But so then we all went to church on Easter. It was like two weeks, I think, before Kevin's accident. And I remember Kevin going up when he obviously he hadn't received first communion yet. But he said that you could go up, cross your arms if you wanted to get blessed, and he got blessed by a priest two weeks before. Was accident, and just something kind of I can't again I can't explain, and I really think you know people can call me crazy, but I really think it was part of a whole plan that God knew what was going to happen, and He helped me get there, and that mm-hmm. whole saying that you know um, God doesn't give you what you can't handle. What you no God doesn't give you what you can handle. God helps you handle oh, what you're right. given, and I yeah. believe that he helps you handle what you're given and he truly helped me because if you had told me six months before kevin's accident that i was gonna watch my son in a hospital bed in a coma for two weeks and be in a hospital for for three months and not lose my mind i would right. have told you were crazy right and i didn't there was one day when when i started to get a little overwhelmed and scared and then i stopped <laughs> yeah.
0: was there ever <laughs> like a moment that you remember where it was like almost like that spiritual awakening a sense like almost that like light bulb went off or do you think it just happened over time
2: Well, it slowly happened before his accident, but then when we were there, I just the
1: story about um, because I it's funny because I don't really think of you as like I think of you as more spiritual, not like religious, right? Right, no, yes. Like what you believe in, but like I remember a few months ago, we found my mom found her journal that she had when Kevin was in the accident, Mm -hmm. and I was reading it, and I was just like. Oh my God! Like this is like it did. I didn't Sound like think me, that it was right. you. I'm like, this is mom. Like so, like f- just like into her faith, like holding on to all of that. Because which, I mean, how wouldn't you be like that if your kid was fighting for his life? But even like, I remember you telling us the story about the one day where like you mm-hmm. said you never really got upset with him, and then you went down to the church and you like basically screamed at God, mm-hmm. and then you went up to the room and like his numbers because his or numbers. Something. So it was
2: all about he had a drain in his brain, and he had this medicine, um, pentatol, Pen- pentabob, pentabob, it's called a pentabob coma, that they put you in to try to just relieve everything, because the, the whole worry was his brain was going to swell on, you know, so they put him in his pentabob coma, and you could only give him the medicine every four hours, and we watched the numbers, and so it was on a Saturday, they started to take him off of it on Tuesday, and I think they did it too soon, because then his numbers went high again, and they put him back on it, so Tuesday night or Wednesday, his numbers were getting high, and I remember the nurse's they, they thought he was gone. They thought right. he was brain dead because they stopped. Couldn't even look at us like his pupils were fixed and dilated. But when he went and had his cat skins and everything, and I remember saying to Daddy, I'm like, no, the neurologist is just saying everything is still there. Like, I'm listening to the neurologist. I'm not whatever. He's it's gonna It's going to be OK. But then his numbers were really high. And I went into scene and kept and Daddy was like, this isn't good. His numbers is really high. And I went down to the chapel and basically went off on God for about 15 minutes. And I'll never forget. You know, because I said you know I was pregnant. I w- you know I wasn't didn't know how to be a mother, this and that. I'm like, but I decided to have him, and I've raised him for six years. You're not going to take him away from me now. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. I've done everything right. Screamed, hollered, and yelled, and went back up to the hospital room. And I remember walking in, and Daddy looked at me. He's like, his numbers all just got better.
1: I just got the
2: chill. Ser- and that's true story.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and well, He's yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah his just numbers just got better. God, and I did, and God I looked God. at him.
2: I go, yeah. and I looked at him, and I go, that's because I just went off on God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Probably like, um, okay. <laughs> 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 so crazy. Because Daddy was not thinking of things, I Daddy was ready to jump off the building because yeah. he just. But I just, and I remember Daddy's friend Red, Red. brought up a, a minister that gave me a little prayer book, and that prayer book I still have today. Kylie's tried to steal it a few times. I that have little prayer them book. In yeah, so you do don't. I mean, you? in
0: my in my car. Yeah, I took them. And that Some literally helped
2: me so much. There were like three or four prayers every single morning. I would go in the little window did I bring you to the little window there was like a little window with sun shining in. it was almost like a window bench I don't remember I think I brought I you there a couple times memory. well you I were four Kylie anything. that's true you were four <laughs> yeah it was twenty. but I would go there every ago. morning to start the day off read my prayer book it was like a little window seat by the window with the sun shining in and I remember bringing you a couple times and saying this is like my little quiet place yeah. or whatever and that book absolute because it was simple prayers it wasn't because yeah. I'm not like you said I'm not like completely religious and I don't run around no. preaching to people because right. it's like you know what you got to figure it out in your own, number right. one. Right. And number two, it's what works for you. I'm not going to tell right. someone else. Exactly. I've just never you know been into that your life, telling so. people how they have to think or totally, what you yep. have to believe in. That's right. not you know? Right. But I could not, and I say I could not get out of bed in the morning if I did not have faith and believe in God. Yeah. And, and I truly believe he saved Kevin. And that's why I never I never did the why did this happen? Oh, my God. I mean, he's screwed for life. Like, he was yeah. six, and his right. life is never the same. He'll be with, you know, me forever. But I just... I mean, obviously, there's days when I want to jump off a bridge. But, yeah. but for the most part, I never, like, got mad because I looked at it more as the day that God saved Thank him you. and not yeah. the day that he was hit by a truck right and I truly
0: believe like now talking with you and obviously being my mom like and (laughs) (laughs) talking with you for a few minutes now that we've now we've met um clearly you didn't put in like really the work to like develop this mindset I truly I Mm -hmm. really actually do truly believe that it was like a legit gift from God Mm -hmm. like your mindset was a gift from God and it's interesting because then you look at dad who unfortunately God was like fuck you because I'm not giving you this gift (laughs) because dad really dealt with so much Mm -hmm. anger couldn't really shift that mindset and it really is just like a perfect example of just human beings in life right Mm -hmm. you have one human being who's able to find the the beauty is able to shift the mindset and then you have the other human being who who really just who can't Mm -hmm. you know um and And it's
2: not easy i mean no no,
0: god it's not easy
1: but more like resonate with how dad is Mm -hmm. because that's something that i struggle with like i feel like dad was very much so just like instead of looking at it like the day god saved kevin it was more so like no now my kid can't fucking play sports he can't do this Mm -hmm. and like that's something that i think more people struggle with Mm -hmm. than not you are very rare in this case because i feel like most people do focus on you know the things that they lost from it and i don't know how you do how you look how you look at it like that because to like me, Kylie just said the, it it's a perfect yes. example of what happens if you choose the right way or mm-hmm. if you don't you
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's no right no, or wrong no, no way right of course way. but just what yeah. way positive yeah the a, better way a, I yes. guess the better right. way for you, yes, for but the, you or for you, you could the harder way or, the harder way you, you know the easier right way versus the harder way mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly.
2: No, do no, you want me to say I just lost my train of thought? You just lost your train of thought? I just lost my wow, train of thought. Wow,
0: 42 minutes in, and she finally loses her train of thought.
2: But the way I just looked at it was he was alive. Like, yeah. I, we, he was in the hospital for 99 days. We didn't leave the hospital for two weeks. It was just like I, he could have died. We saw right. three children his age die in front yeah. of us. Right. And so I just... And again, six months before, I would have. Why did this happen? I know I would have been. That's how my mentality was six or seven months before. So crazy, and I. That's why I say I truly believe part of the thing, God doesn't give it to you unless He's going to help get you through it. And I know we could all say that about everything, and people go through bad things, obviously, and stuff. But for me. In particular, this clearly was a moment where I was being prepared for what I had to deal with, mm-hmm. I truly believe.
1: And that reminds me, this is another th- quick thing I want you to share with everyone because I feel like it's something that like definitely changed my life. And I feel like me and Kylie and her whole family are like very empathetic people Mm -hmm. and I feel like empathy is like so hard to like you can't teach it to someone. I feel like the most empathetic people are in the world who obviously are people who have like dealt with so many things. And I feel like you've always said from the start, like you know, just always be nice like you never know what people are going through. Can you tell them kind of about on your way to the hospital? Uh Because I feel like (laughs) if I was someone and heard this I would be like I'm never judging a person ever again.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful example of how you really never
2: know what someone is going Mm -hmm. through. And I like when I was younger like college and stuff I was judgmental of course I was yeah you know, she's got well, ugly hair and she's this or you yeah. know you're right. judgmental yeah but it was probably a month after his accident and he but this still, even
0: yeah. this moment though it's not even being judgmental it's it's, mo- it's just I like know. a moment of just like where you need to really be mindful and, and ask yourself like me I don't know what this person right. is going right. through because I get where the guy's coming oh, right. from. but again right. it's not just not knowing right. truly what's happening you so know
2: he was getting ready to leave children's oh, and he had to go to a a rehab hospital. It was a choice between Franciscan or Spalding. So I had dropped Kylie and you two off at my friend Rosie's house. Mm. And back then there weren't really cell phones, there wasn't, so she had some cell, like one of those big old cell phones or something, gave it to me just in case. And then, you know, I'm driving from, I don't even remember where she lived, Bellingham or somewhere, going to Children's. And I got lost. So I'm calling her on the phone. So she's got the two of you, plus I think she had a a child at the time too, and she's got a map, I guess, out on her table trying to tell me where I am. I'm like, I'm at this street, I'm at that street. I looked up, so I'm at a set of lights, and I did not go through the light. I came probably as close to the light as I could. I'm on the phone with her, and this guy was walking by, and he just right in front of the car starts yelling, yo, blondie, okay, you blonde bitch, you're just making your plans for tonight. Don't worry about me. Just keep making your plans, and I just... Kind of Ugh. looked at him, and I just lost it. I decided screaming out the window. I don't even know what I said. I'm like, my kid's in the hospital. No. I don't even know what I said. Right. And then finally, you know, it drove through. He just kept looking at me walking away. And then I'm going. That was the other thing. Kevin's waiting for me. I'm like 40 minutes late. Right. So I'm like, he's going to be stressed. He's I don't stressing. have a phone to call him. Because back then, we didn't have that stuff right. that you guys all have. Right. So I was getting stressed that he was stressed. It was just the worst day up until that that we were going to have. You know, I'm like, am I really putting my six-year-old in a rehab facility to learn how to walk and talk again. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't in a good state. Mm-mm. And I just remember after that No, thinking you weren't? Why? That I'm never gonna like <laughs> think that I know what people are going through. That guy thought I was just some bitch on my phone making my yeah. plans to go out for the night when I was literally going to put my six year old in a hospital to learn how to walk and talk again. Right. So I just can picture that clear as day. I can picture looking up at the street sign and everything and just it's just always reminding me of you never know it's someone else is going through what they're walking in, that they might be being miserable, but you know what? Just take the high road a little bit because you just don't know what they're going
0: through. Yeah, I love that too. Huge, huge transition right here. (laughs) Um, Huge, huge transition. But I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um, Obviously, the importance of like family, right? Support systems It's everything. I think something that's a little different in in our generation um, is kind of like how people my age I feel like feel like their parents should automatically kind of support and understand their dreams you know like Mm -hmm. someone says hey I'm quitting my nine-to-five job and I'm moving to Costa Rica because I want to find myself (laughs) um or like (laughs) Kylie's at you or like things you know everything that's kind of going on in the world I feel like people are just like you know my parents should automatically support me or they should automatically like understand me like what's your opinion in that because I think it's important to kind of see like the parents opinion and understand mm-hmm. that like yes it's your life but you also have to understand that like you know your mom Ma- oh my god Lauren <laughs> is literally peeing in the background right now didn't shut the door nothing yeah I can hear it <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Oh At least God. I had the decency to shut the door she shut so you the wouldn't door. hear the, the pee <laughs> in the background. Welcome to the Farrell's house. Do you guys want to come over and have some fun? Oh, God. Um, yeah, can you talk a little bit
2: about that, like, as a parent? Well, obviously, as a parent, you want to support your child. But I was, I again, I think it's the happy medium somewhere where that, if it's something you don't necessarily agree with, I'm not just going to be like, that's a great idea, that's lovely, yep, I think that'll be wonderful, go do it. Yeah. Like, you have to, give, I'm all about giving my opinion, as anyone who knows me knows.
0: Yeah, no, you. So, <laughs> no.
2: so I would give my opinion on what I thought of the situation, tell what I, you know, kind of thought is the best thing, but at the end of the day, you ha- once you're obviously in your 20s and whatever, you have to learn on your own, and that's one of the hardest things I think I've had to do as a parent. Oh, yeah. Is I can to. imagine. Is to be like you know what they just got to figure this one out in the room,
0: yeah, yeah, and right. it doesn't help
2: when you guys call me like every other day with the silliest of questions. I'm like, when I was 26, I was married with a kid. I didn't get to yeah. call my mother for these questions. I know, isn't it How funny? How do I mail actually, a
0: letter? How do I do this? At this point <laughs> in my in my life right now, I was mar- My if I was my mom, I'd be married with a child. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It's, no, it
1: really is. I actually, it's funny. I actually, the other day had, a, I
0: think that's also another reason why the change, why our generations are so different is because I feel like you guys had to like kind of grow up that's, at an mm. earlier age, like with See, that. It's stuff. funny though, I was, even though my what I was just pregnancy was a
2: surprise, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was that, that young. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I'm I mean, so I young. I
1: know. And it is so crazy because like, we're also back to that point where I feel like so many kids like. Girls our age, like my age, mm-hmm. are engaged yes. with babies, yeah. and like that is the norm. But then it's also the other side where it's like us. I'm like, I cannot imagine having a child to mm-hmm. take care of right now. Like I can't imagine having to do
0: that. I feel like if I had to, I would, I would, like, and I'd yes. be good at it, and I would, I would adapt. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah, choice wise, mm-mm, no, yeah, wouldn't be for a few more years. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like that is something that is really a struggle with a lot of people is just want, you know, or maybe feeling like, you know, they were hiding from themselves their whole lives and, and they're finally able to be honest with their parents and this and that. And, and, and they think you should automatically should be, yeah. You,
2: yes. But I think that comes down to when you guys were little. And I remember... So many parents would be like, oh, how do you say no? They're so cute. Like, how do you say no? And, oh, I want to be friends with them. And it's like, no. I never had a problem saying no to any of you. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know. And <laughs> No is your middle freaking name, dude. <laughs> no or phones taken away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was mine. I literally was known to have a phone once every three weeks because I got it taken so much. But I think you did it the right way. Our, ma- our mom was known as, like, the stricter parent when we were younger. Not strict in the sense where, like, we were – in a bubble and once we yes. were in college gonna go crazy no. but like you you did it the, the right way you were strict and, and, and then but like you also made a point to let us know like we could talk to you and once we were older we grew more of like a friend mom relationship mm-hmm. and like we th- i just feel like that's like you were just saying it's hard i feel like parents struggle with that like trying to be their kid's best friend but also right. like trying to and be i a strict mom always right. said
2: you you can't be your child's friend when they're in middle school or even high school you know, no. i said if my kid's not like, in her bedroom, like, calling me names to herself in middle school, then I'm right. not doing – I'm doing something wrong. Oh,
0: my God. The you notes know? that
2: Lauren would leave you.
0: Mom, okay, not for nothing, I understand, like, why I'm in trouble, but, like, Lauren – Kylie called me a bitch first, and, like, I just said it back.
1: And, like, that was my way of apologizing. Yeah. And I just threw like sorry at the end. Good, after good talk, like, You were wrong.
0: I was right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Literally. Like, I understand why I'm in my room, but, Bye. like, you are wrong, and I shouldn't be in my room, and Kylie should be in, my, in her room. Yeah. <laughs> how about when lauren and i would be mad at each other we would throw trophies
1: assuming that we'd be so mad we would jump into our room and not see the huge lumps <laughs> hanging in our pillowcase and it's also like okay if we didn't see that were we trying You're to kill yourself, each other right?
0: like i would have legit broken my skull i know i remember once i said the really bad word when we were young i'm not gonna repeat it it was a bad Don't. word and Lauren's like oh <gasps> Oh my god and like, i'm telling mom i'm telling mom she picked up the phone and i promised to like do chores around the house for like literally five weeks and it, i was like i'll do your laundry i'll do this i'll do that but it's like i didn't do any of that anyways i was like legit 10 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I
1: didn't tell, as if you're gonna
0: do my laundry <laughs> I, you always ended up telling on me yeah. anyways yeah oh uh, that's so funny thinking back oh my god um but yeah that's something that i even struggle with too being like oh i feel like like you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, m- you know, maybe like she she should support me more mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you don't think to think. Well, how do you think this little <laughs> hoorah, this little midlife crisis that you're dealing with, or this moment of change is affecting your parent too? Right.
2: Yeah, and I think we you supportive is maybe just kind of like a, I don't know. Like I su- support you if this is the choice you're making I support it. Yes. I may not necessarily think it's the best, best one or yeah. for you And like yes, I is I that said, what support
0: is that what family support is? Like wh- how would you explain I would to say be supportive? Like
1: supporting like- them and being there for them but like even if that means you don't really agree with the choice that they're making, but you're still going to, like, support what they're doing, I guess? I don't right. know. Right, I'm not going to be like, all right, I'm that not talking
2: to you forever because yeah. you're doing something wrong. I mean, again, there's obviously, obviously different degrees yeah. of things. If I'm like, hey, I'm going to go, but, you
0: know, murder two kids, you're probably <laughs> yeah. not going to be like, I support you, but I don't like what you're doing. Yeah. No, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, there's obviously – what's the word?
2: Yeah, but, and I think sometimes, though, parents – too much just everything's great and everything's fine and it's like no they're afraid to like give their opinion of, right they well, don't necessarily think that's what you should do I don't necessarily agree with that right and again I just if I have an opinion I'm you're gonna get yeah it. <laughs>
0: and I think it all really all comes down to just having that belief in yourself that knowing that like hey at the end of the day this person may be mad at me this person may not mm-hmm. like me but I know that I'm speaking my truth mm-hmm. and I'm expressing how I feel and I know I'm not doing it in a malicious or mean way but they may not like it and that that's okay right.
2: Right, you know, d- I mean, I would never like if someone said, do I look fat? I'm not going to be. Yeah, you're fat. That, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't look good. That is right. Whatever. There's yeah. yeah. To, but I'm going to have you ever give heard of Jenny Craig. <laughs> 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 but I'm going to give an honest opinion to things. and If you're doing something that's bothering me, I'm going to tell you because I'm not the type to talk behind people's back. Right. So if I'm saying it, it's being and I always used to say this to you guys, too, when you had remember when the computers came out, and AOL chat or whatever the heck. It was? Oh, God. AIM. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. Just don't ever say anything on there that you wouldn't say to their You've face. Always said yeah, that. definitely I've
0: didn't always take that advice, that. Wish, wish I did though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm like you always said that and I still remember, but yeah, definitely didn't fucking listen.
2: Because so yeah, like, Amy's you, such if, a bitch the next day, Amy it to So face, I'm a bitch then you can say it. But yeah. if you're not gonna say it to their face, then do not put it in writing and do mm-hmm. hide behind a computer and right. or talk behind their back about it, right. you know? Yeah. That's just and again I think it's just my way of dealing with everything and keeping sane. Like this stuff keeps me sane. Like, having everything out of my head that I can get out of my yeah, head. Yeah, being yeah, yeah. Being honest. Sure. Being communicating. You know? hmm Because at the end of the day, I have stuff that's never, it's always going to be there, so I can't add any more stuff to it if I don't have to. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. It's like, like. I said, control. I try to control what I can control, and that, I definitely, every day, okay, what do I need to get this done? Do this?
0: So you do kind of, like, check in with yourself?
2: Yes. Yeah and that yeah, but that's you do have again to. i can't let like i'm I, not one of those people that can procrastinate too much or let life get out of control god so no. i can control what i have to control but again i control my life like i don't try to control other people. Yeah. But things that affect my life. Well, yeah. Like right. I would never let someone else be in charge of my banking right. or someone else be like, cause it's going to affect my life. Right. So that's why I like,
0: control I that. can relate to that in sense where some people are like, do you think like the things you do are too much or it makes you this and that? I'm like, no, meditating, journaling. That's mm-hmm. how I control what mm-hmm. I can control. That's how I check in with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone does it differently. Right. Um, That's just how I do it. I journal so I can make sure I'm like, Doing things that make me happy, just write some feelings out and I meditate so that I can just have that moment of silence and just check in, make sure I'm doing good and move on. Mm -hmm. Because when I don't do those things, that's when I do, I'm out of whack and I feel like I am
2: losing. And it's a whole personal thing. Like I said, I I make sure I control what I can and the stuff that I can't control, I just throw up to God and say, There's nothing I can do about it. I don't waste any time. And I do this for years. Like I said, I think it was probably right before Kevin's accident. I don't now waste any time on worrying about past you can't right. change it you right. can't fix it you're an optimist realist optimistic oh, yeah. realist that's Op- what i call optimistic myself. realist yes, I, like mm-hmm.
0: I thought you made that up but i looked it up and oh, it's on google it, i figured it probably is yeah, but i made it in my own head as oh, you far did? as what, yeah oh i didn't like go online
2: yeah. and say that's what i am yeah i just oh, okay. believe that i'm a realist but i think i tend to be more the optimistic, optimistic. than the pessimist
0: yeah. yeah yeah i like that I that's cool so too all right. Before we let you I go, know, little mama, so yeah, this I then. actually like this better than the other one. I think I do too. <laughs> I'm glad. What do you think, mom?
2: I think it's lovely. I Me love too.
0: It. All right. Last yeah. question. What is your a piece of advice that you could give the both of us right now, at this moment in time in our
2: lives? Well, I would just say just be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't. I've never had huge, high expectations. I think we talked about this in the last one, but not this one. That. You know, I went to college, graduated, but I never was like, this is the job I want to do or mm-hmm. this is whatever. I really just had no, nothing planned out or anything that I, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to yeah. do in my life or whatever. Um, so I just think, just do what makes you happy. Don't worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you guys have jobs that make you happy, you're making money, you're paying your bills. Yeah. Like, to me, that's, it's right. the simplest of happiness. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you have money to pay your bills, you're doing stuff you like. Like, you're happy, you're not some miserable job making tons of money, but you're miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're around people that you love. To me, that's, right. a- anything better than that is just extra. Right. right. Like, I that is that. just, mm-hmm. Those to me, what life should mean. be about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I completely agree. You know? And yeah. I've been on all
2: aspects of that, so. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: i think we're on our way there kai
2: kai me too little one <laughs> I, doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys happy yeah. i just want you
0: happy oh thank God, you so mommy. much for being you here mom you can't have her okay she's <laughs> off limits
1: yeah. if she leaves we're fucked
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys thanks so oh, much I for Daddy listening said if anything ever oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah do you want to say that before we go
2: it was like two weeks, it was actually two weeks before he passed, and I'll never forget. It. We were coming home from your Halifax basketball team. Yeah. We were on the car and I don't even know what started the conversation or something, and something about if I was gone or oh, and Lauren yeah. goes, No offense, Daddy, but I can't pick she was my only parent. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but he was like, Lauren, could be eating McDonald's right. for dinner every night. Like, and I'm like, Yeah, candy and ice cream and everything. She's uh, like, Okay, never mind. <laughs> 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 Bye mom. And then Daddy said, "He's like, oh no, anything happens to her, I'm putting the kids in the car, putting the pipe in the car. We're all coming to friggin' see ya. Hey, Mom. I ain't doing this by myself. <laughs> <He missed you. laughs>
0: I know. I don't know how how people do it, yeah. honestly." I but I really don't. What guys, you thank you, yeah, very thankful. <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. If you liked this episode, send us a message. If you think it could resonate with someone else, make send sure to it. send it to them. And as always, don't you forget: be passionate, be kind, and most importantly, be you. sis later. later, peace.